have a very special podcast with a brand new name. We did a podcast last year, and we really have kind of found our stride. And I have a new executive producer for the podcast. That would be my sister, Deanna. And this year, not only are we going to feature artists and authors and famous folks, we are going to be talking to ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things to change the world by their love. So my new podcast has a new name. It's called Love Someone. Before I get started, I wanted to acknowledge our longtime partner, The Home Depot. They have generously agreed to sponsor this podcast, not just this podcast, (laughs) but for the whole year. This year, we hope to feature stories of everyday folks doing extraordinary things, because I believe we will change this world one heart at a time. And even though our first guest is pretty famous between you and I, I met him when he was 19. He's an ordinary guy who has an extraordinary talent and an extraordinary heart. So as we approach Valentine's Day, who better to visit with than Michael Buble? Michael, I have missed you. Welcome aboard, my friend. Be gentle with me. (laughs) Okay, I'll try. I'll try. So since it's called Love Someone, since it's Valentine's season, and you have a new album out all about love... And I just listened to the song you wrote for Noah and sat here bawling, missing my Zach attack. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna, we're just, we're gonna dive deep. We're gonna start out with the big one and talk about the the new album and and the inspiration for for your new song. So forever now, did you write it before or after you found out your baby boy was sick? Uh, I wrote it during during the whole thing. And the truth is, um, I know it sounds strange, but I mean, you take a lot from the experiences you're going through, but at the same time, it also is a way to have therapy and to sort of separate yourself. And so for me, that song really wasn't as much about um, Noah or my other children as it was about the sentimentality towards time. Uh, And, and the sentimentality towards relationships in which we 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 give everything of ourselves. And I mean, it's funny, Lila. You know, I I I become more and more sentimental the older I get about our life, the cycle of life. About you know we, how much we love our parents and how much we rely on them, and how time flies by so quickly. As my dad says to me all the time, you know, that, you know the days are long and the years are short. And and now with my own children. I see that happening. I, I feel that happening. And so for me, it was really a study on the passage of time and that it, it changes for no one, that it moves that quickly for everyone. And, um, you know, it's just kind of about trying to really remember and embrace the moments that we have. And so some of those images, I mean, of, you know, holding your your kids' hands and, and knowing that that will pass too, that at some point they, they won't want to anymore. Um, there's this, just this great amount of sentimentality that comes with it. And um, it really made me realize why I love music so much. The, the power of a good song, the power um, where, you know, 
you can hear it and interpret it in your own way and it becomes that thing for you. And I think that's the most magic thing about music is that we can hear it and it becomes this really special, distinct thing that only we can really understand and feel as powerfully as we do. Well, I read the lyrics first before I listened to the song and I was weeping. And then I listened to the song and I was bawling. And yeah. so I had to go, you know, get some tissue and pull myself together. Um, and that's, you know what I wanted? I, when I, when I, listen, I wasn't even sure that I was going to release it, to be honest with you. It became a kind of a, you know, an inside kind of, um, I just was I was, I wasn't, I didn't know if I was ready for it. I didn't know if it was too personal to me. Um, and um, so when I finally decided, okay, you know, this is, I'll let it out. To be honest with you, I still haven't listened to it. The truth is, Delilah, I sang it only one time. I did the demo and I sang it once and it was me and a piano and then I, I never sang it again. So uh, that'll tell you how I feel about it. But um, I love that it can be open to the interpretation of other people. And I love that when you hear it, it can be about you and your kids or, you know, when someone else hears it, it can be about the relationship they've had with their parents or grandparents. Or... Well, for me, it's about the two boys that I've lost and all the other ones that are here still and how important it is to let them know every single minute of every single day that I'm never going to let them down. No, that's all we got. All we Listen, got. Delilah. I don't care where you're from, if you're gay or straight or rich or poor, black or white. At the end of the day, that is everything. And love is all that matters. And so, you know, when you go through difficult things that you, that you and I have obviously gone through, I think this becomes even clearer. But I think in, in, in a good way that, you know, you, you wish that clarity on your best friends because it, you live in a different way. And I think that it's important to live in a different way and live and be in the moment and not take things for granted. I remember when my first son was born thinking, how did I ever even live without your soul in my world? How did I, what did I do? What was, what was, what was my purpose before I, I had this soul connected to me and my daughter, Shayla, who adores you, um, she just had a baby in June, little rosebud. And she said the same thing to me. She's like, mom, I, I did not know I was capable of this deep of love. And oh, yeah. that's what your song, that's what, that's what it touches on is that depth of intimacy that you never even knew you could feel. No, it's lovely. It's a beautiful thing, but, um, you know, I, it's funny, a friend of mine said to me that she had, uh, she had gone through something really tough and she had lost a friend and she had gone to see her therapist and she was just not getting over it. And, uh, and uh, she said to the therapist, she said, oh, I just, I just loved her so much. I loved her so much. And the therapist said to her, what? She said, you thought that love was free? She said, you thought that love, that kind of love, that depth of love was free? She said, no, I'm sorry, honey. That kind of love has a great cost. And um, it's a, really, it's, it's very heavy and it's, and it's serious, but it's, it's true. I mean, uh, it's scary, you know. You really put yourself out on a limb in the greatest way. You, you truly risk everything. Um, I, but I don't think there's a, a greater risk worth taking, you know. 
And so I don't want to skip ahead with your questions, but when you, you know, when you we talk and you say, well, you, your record is called Love and it's about love. Well, I think that, you know, honestly, I, I came to a realization that it's all about love. And I couldn't really think about another subject or um, another, uh, you know, um, something that I really want to expound upon. And it's sort of at, at this time in my life, it is front and center. And so um, I find it fascinating, you know, that the light and the dark and the good and the bad, that everything that comes along with the, the most complicated and wonderful uh, feeling that human beings have. Look at you. Listen to you. You know that feeling you were talking about when you were saying, talking about your daughter and you're, you're having that feeling of not knowing that there was a depth of love that deep? I never knew until I... I, I just had that epiphany when Adam Levine took off his shirt in the Super Bowl. <laughs> And, and showed us the Chipotle bag. Oh, that goes. Yeah. I mean, listen, honestly, just be, I'm just a human being. Yeah. It was just, that was beautiful. What a, oh, what thank you for lightening it up for me. I had to. Michael Buble, hold that thought as we share this podcast. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, The Home Depot. I do so much to make my home cozy and comfortable for my family. I want my family to use every inch of our old farmhouse, and we do. The house itself is over 100 years old, but we've done a lot to modernize the parts that need it so that we're all very comfortable. The cabinets, the doors, the floors, they're all from antique wood that I pulled out of my old barn, but I like things like stoves that work. The selection of appliances alone at the Home Depot Gives me everything I need. The fixtures for our bathroom and our kitchen. The Home Depot has aisles of choices for us to select from. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Now let's return to our conversation with the amazing, tender-hearted, talented, but more than anything, wonderful man that loves his family and his friends, Michael Buble. So how is your family? How are they all doing? I know Noah's is much better. Praise God. Praise God. Everything's good. Uh, we have a new little, beautiful little girl in the house, and uh, I'm in love, and um, my wife's doing really good. She's just, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't know what happened that you can have three babies. And I was going to say, we after, need to talk about this because I don't, I, I, I don't know how that happens. How does she look like that, Michael? God just loves her more, maybe. I don't he know. does. She she must be like his all time favorite. Cause I'm my... still just I'm still working on off the baby weight. You you are you are yeah. yeah but she clearly <laughs> like did 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 she like eat ice cream every day like I did when I was pregnant or what? Yeah. One of those weird people that likes going to the gym that like doesn't you know you know how some people pretend that they like it and they but she really likes it like she just she has an addiction to. CrossFit and all this stuff, and she's really healthy. The same way that I have an addiction to Chipotle and McDonald's. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're so darn cute, and you're so darn blessed, and I'm so glad that that you are our our first big. Because we're changing yeah, the podcast I, I this happened. year. What do you think? Who's next? What do you who who do you have on the radar? Well, here's the thing. Too. Last year, you know, we did, we talked to music artists and authors and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. That, but this year, I really want to talk to everyday people who have done 
have gone through experiences and done extraordinary things. And here's the thing that most people don't know about you, Michael. When when I met you, the first thing you shared with me was how much you loved your grandpa. Yeah. Because you were just a kid. I realized you had no clue, number one, how talented you were. Or, and and the trajectory your life was going to take, because those of us in the industry saw it in you. You just have this magic. But you are so damn real and so human, and that's never changed. Never okay. changed. The last time I went to see you to show you, it said, come backstage. you got to see my wife. She's so beautiful. We went backstage, and she was sleeping because she had just nursed the baby. And you're like, don't wake her. Let her sleep. Let her sleep. And I'm like, I love you. You're so well, I real. Feel, I feel the same way about you, kid. And I, I told you, I texted you the other day, and I said that, you know, it's important to be to, to be this and to be real. And by the way, I love that, that you said you want to speak to people that have gone through incredible things. I mean, I think that, that gives other people uh, strength. You know what I mean? I, if they can do it, I can do it. And I think that's a huge thing. Listen, you know, like the world is, the world, listen, the world is crazy. And everybody that's listening right now, has got a sense, and a sense probably of fear, of feeling how out of control it, it seems to be going. I mean, listen, I think that social media, I think, has a massive social impact on what's happening and how people feel about themselves. I think um, we're starting to understand, you know, mental health issues. We're starting to see a divide. I mean, there's been the last few years crazy, a divide between races, between, oh God, between men and women, uh, you know, between correctness and political incorrectness, and you're just seeing this great divide between people, their philosophies, how they live, what they believe. And I think more than ever, you know, it, we do need to spread love and joy and hope. And and even if people are cynical and they think that that's strange, you know, we have, I, I, I actually, this is what I wrote to you the other day. We have, there's so much power, each of us, each of us. And even though some days we feel like we don't, and what could we do? We're just one person. The individual can change nothing. It's just not true. Every single moment, you have an opportunity to be kind, to be gracious, to to bring hope and love. And that can be as simple as just walking, you know, walking down the street and smiling at someone and telling them they look nice, or uh, you know, standing in line and letting somebody in front of you. Or you know, there's a bunch. There's just ways to be gracious and kind and. Um, and help out the world, and I think we just need it. And that's why shows like this, and when you talk about talking to people, it just it's it's just too important. It really is. It really, really is. Because people, I think they can feel it. I think they can feel it, and I think they need it more than ever. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. 
That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We started something on the air called um, the One Heart Challenge because of the name of my book, One Heart at a Time. And the challenge is simple. It's don't say anything, don't post anything, don't respond to anything, don't talk about anybody to their face or behind their back unless it is motivated by kindness. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. And it's really, it boils down to my mom saying, sis, if you can't say something nice, don't say don't anything say at all. all. I just keep telling people, you know, love, not likes. Love, not likes. Yeah, I tell people love, not shove. Love, not shove. <laughs> when you're trying to shove your beliefs or your politics or your religion or your philosophy or your on people, it doesn't. They're not going to receive it, and all you're doing is is causing division. Stop, people. Yeah. Yep. Stop. When you're laying in the hospital bed and you need a blood transfusion, you don't care if the no, person donating the blood has the same political beliefs or is the same race or is the same sexual orientation. It's we all we all need one another. Yes. Oh, Michael, I love you. So, how can people love find you. out about your tour? Uh, what what tour? I don't know. They said to uh, ask you about michaelbublay.com. Sure. I don't know. I'm sure you can Google it or something. Or I don't know. michaelbublay.com. Uh, there we go. There you I go. go. <laughs> it's nice for me, especially to have a platform this big to say it, because I'll say it whenever I can. Listen, can I, can I sort of talk to the people? Yeah. Is that okay? Talk Michael, this is your show. You can say whatever you want. Sure. Okay. I'll tell the people this. Listen, don't buy anything. Buy the tickets if you like, buy the records, or don't, or don't. Know this, you have changed my life and my family's life, and with what we went through, because of you, you gave me an opportunity that I know a million of parents don't have, which was to, to, to stop, to, to just do what I had to do as a dad. And uh, I can never tell you, I, I can only show you in my actions how much that you mean to me. It overwhelms me. Uh, the fact that you, you work hard and you take your hard-earned money to go and, and invest in me and, and like that, um, you owe me nothing. You, you, so God bless. I love that you, you, you know, that whatever, uh, Delilah, you're telling them to go to this place and tickets and stuff. But you, those, they've done enough for me, more than enough for me. So um, if you just happen to be one of those people that are coming to the shows, then it's going to be my absolute honor to step on stage and get to show you with my actions how much you mean to me and what it means to me to get to do this for you because it really does. I'm a lucky boy. You are a blessed man, Michael. You know what's funny is if if all the success of my show went away tomorrow and I moved back to Reedsport where I grew up and I got to be on the air there, I wouldn't care. I just love no, talking to people. You know Listen, when you go through tough stuff, trust me, you know this. People out there know it too. They, you don't think about that stuff. You do not think about any of it. And uh, you know, it's funny. I read a beautiful thing by uh, uh, Steve Jobs. He wrote it from his deathbed, and that's kind of he had written this off on his deathbed. And what he had said was, "Look, it. Once you have enough, you know, then do what you love, because at the end of the day, um, it's 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 family and relationships." and love and and that journey and that's it that's all you want more of so mm -hmm. people go out there and live and love and go and just take it all in and enjoy it be kind 
I love you, Michael. Love you too. Thank you so much. Say hi to everybody in the family. Give Jane a hug for me. And uh, I hope to see you when I'm around your neck of the woods. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring you to my farm when you're, when you're around my neck of the woods. I'm kidnapping you. Beautiful. Okay. Love you, honey. Love you. Take care of yourself. Michael, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. I'm thrilled you are once again sharing your music. Love is in stores and available everywhere that you find music. For more info, go to michaelbublé.com. And thanks again to The Home Depot for making this podcast possible. And to my sister, Deanna, and my producer, Janie, for arranging it. Until next time, take some time out of your busy day to slow down and love someone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.